Hello, this is episode four of the Hillsis Hill podcast. The podcast is doing so amazing with ratings. And just please, at the end of this podcast, rate it five stars and please leave a comment. And I'm getting so much positive feedback. So like I said, DM me on Instagram at the end of this and um, give me topics that you would like to talk about that you would like to discuss. So DM me on Instagram, Amani underscore aligns. Please find follow me there. And episode four tonight's topic is happy man, happy life. So usually it the saying is happy wife, happy life. But tonight we're going to do happy man, happy life. And this episode is really just about unpacking certain shit us as women carry as baggage. You know, us as women, we're so quick to say everything that a man is not doing right or complaining about what he's not doing right. And, you know, just always saying something negative or we're always criticizing a man about something he can fix but never do we take the time to sit down to realize our flaws and our baggage and the shit we need to work on the shit we need to heal and I'm not necessarily sitting here saying like oh I said something to upset him and he said something about it and I'm apologizing that's not what I'm talking about that's just the surface that's just what's on the surface I mean the shit deep within because we go through shit too as women and we have baggage and we take shit out on men and sometimes our shit stinks. It's not always the man. So tonight it's really about unpacking it, seeing ourselves as women through a different lens, gaining a different perspective on the things that we do. And yeah, that's just really it. And when I say men, like, I love to put this out there because some women will say like, oh, well, I was messing with this guy and, or some women will talk about like, well, all men and, you know, a lot of these men out here right now. When I say man, I am talking about a man. We're not talking about, we're not discussing niggas. We're not discussing boys. We're not discussing boys trapped in grown man bodies. We are talking about grown men, like a grown ass man. We're not talking about these boys out here trapped in men bodies. We're not talking about, um, you know, just like the everyday ignorant ass man. We talking about grown men. So like I said, happy man, happy life. And really just unpacking the shit that we're supposed to do as women. So, um, to sum it up, I just feel like men are not taught how to love a woman the way that women are taught how to love a man. If you think about it, when we're teenagers and young adults, and even going into our young 20s, like, we're always told how to be a good wife. We're always taught how to be a good wife, how to love a man, how to cater to a man, how to, you know, make sure your man is okay and be so submissive to your man. But when are men ever taught how to be a good husband, to be a good man, you know, to be a good boyfriend and, or to be a good fiance? Like, I just don't feel like men are taught that. I feel like men are taught how to provide, how to lust after a woman and how to be angry. If you realize in every man's characteristic DNA, black man, every black man's characteristic, it's in his DNA. He is taught 
we talking about men, you guys. Because here y'all go. Y'all going to sit on here and say, well, I was dating this guy. And he was cheap and he wasn't providing. He wasn't doing this. He wasn't doing that. But I was talking to this guy and I was in a relationship. with. We're not talking about them type of people. We're talking about grown ass men. A grown ass man is taught how to provide, how to lust after a woman, and how to be angry. If you realize those are the three main characteristics that a man will display. A man has no fucking moral compass on letting you know when he's angry. When a man is angry, he is angry and he's going to express his anger. A man feels like, oh, why are you bitching and complaining? Why, you know, what's the issue? I'm providing. I'm doing all these things for you financially to make sure that we're good, our household is good. So we're, what, what could you possibly be complaining about? And then it's the lust. Men will let you know when they want to be sexual with you, when they want to be intimate, when they go out here, they're dating, they're chasing females, seeing how many females they can talk to. It's a female, different female every night, whatever the case may be. So that's why I said provide less than anger are the three things a man is taught how to express. When you're younger and you have a sister, like, you know, when you have, it's a lot of parents out here have sons and daughters. Daughter, you get upset if she's dating, you get upset if she has a boyfriend, you get upset if she's having sex, whatever the case may be, but your son gets a pat on the back about it. The more girls he talks to, the more girls he has sex with, just in general, a man, the more girls he talks to, the more girls he has sex with, it's acceptable. So that's why I say less, but when are we going to teach these men and our young boys on how to be a good husband how to say it's okay for you to be vulnerable it's okay for you to show emotion it is okay for you to love a woman you do not only have to disrespect a woman but you can actually love a woman like it is okay and I don't think a lot of men know that that it is okay to love a woman it's not a bad thing and it's okay to show the woman that you love emotion. It's okay to be vulnerable. It's also okay to express your anger if you're doing it in a healthy way. But please don't tell me just when you're angry. Tell me when you're happy. Tell me when I did something and it made you feel loved. Tell me when I did something and it made you feel appreciated. So let's just learn to speak more positively, men, into situations and not just say the negative part about it. Let's teach our men that. Let's teach our young boys that. It's okay to show emotion. It's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to express your feelings in a healthy way without going into a rage. I think that is so important. Let's not just teach our our, our, our little boys how to, you know do certain things but then they lack skills on other things and then they get in relationships with people and they're either a trying to figure it out 30 40 50 years later or b they don't have the tools necessary to do it and now this woman is trying to fix these things it's not her job it was your job as a mother it is all of you mother's jobs to 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 help your sons with the knowledge of it because I don't see a man doing it oh a man learned his vulnerability his softness his emotions and feelings through his mother 
or the woman that was in his life that raised him. That's where he learns that from. So let's just teach our sons how to to prepare them to be good husbands, to learn how to communicate. You know, let's teach them that. And I feel like as women in relationships and as wives, don't constantly criticize your husband. Do not constantly criticize your boyfriend or the person that you're dating. Like, I'm not even going to really sit here. I mean, I guess I could talk about dating. Certain aspects is going to be dating and certain aspects is really going to be in a relationship or marriage. But don't constantly criticize them. You cannot always speak about the negative that a person is doing, but then you never fucking say nothing about the positive. Because then that becomes is, that becomes you're always complaining. You're always being critical. You're always nagging. You're just always being negative. So this, for every, for three positive things, for, okay, I'll say for one negative thing you say to a man, please follow up with three positive things. Please follow, because you wouldn't like it if the shoe was on the other foot. If somebody was always, why you didn't do this? Why you do this? Why you ain't do this? And you're always criticizing a person and you're never replacing it with positive things. You know what I mean? So like I said, make it a habit to replace one negative thing with three positive things followed up after that. And... To just love him. To just love on him. And some of you men, you make it hard for us to just love on you. But, you know, to the man that you have in your life who's not making it hard, just love on him. And also, it is important to love him with boundaries. I am a firm believer. I do not think you should love a man unconditionally. And I'm going to explain why. The only people in your life who you love unconditionally is your parents and your children. That is it. That means no matter what the fuck your kids do, you're still going to love them as your kids. They're your kids. Like, it does not matter if your kids can be a serial killer. And you're still going to love them. Like, your kids can be a whole assassin out here. And it does not matter. You're still going to love your kids. That love will never go away no matter what they do. Your parents as well. Your parents could be a serial killer. You're still going to love. That's that's your parent. It does not matter. But I do not feel like even husbands, even wives, I do not feel like you should love your spouse unconditionally. And that's not an authentic, true statement. You could sit there right now and say, this person I'm in a relationship with, I love them unconditionally. And five years from now, y'all could not be together. And you may love them as a person, but you no longer have that loving uh, uh, attachment that you had to them. So technically, you did not love them unconditionally. You loved them with the condition. As long as you treat me right, As long as you're right to me, as long as you value me, I am going to love you. That's how most relationships are. I do feel like you should love your partner with boundaries. You should not love them unconditionally. Because sometimes your partner can do some detrimental things to you that is no longer healthy for you to stay in. And you have to pull yourself out of that. And with pulling yourself out of that, 
is cutting the ties of you loving them unconditionally. Because loving them unconditionally cannot be healthy for you. It can be very detrimental for you to continue to love them unconditionally. So I feel like you should love your partner with boundaries. With boundaries. And that's basically saying, you know, I love you with boundaries of how you are to me, how you treat me. I'm not going to continue to to try to make it work and love you. And you're constantly hurting me over and over again. And I'm sitting here telling you that what you're doing is hurting me and you do not care. You continue to do it. So that's loving a person with boundaries. Um, and do not love a man to validate you as a person. Do not love a man to validate you as a woman. Know who the fuck you are before you enter a situation. So you don't got to be trying to figure out who the fuck you are while you in it. And you don't lose sight of who the hell you are. Love a man when he is showing you his true self. Know that it, the, it is not always going to be a positive thing. Know that it is not always going to be on the up and up. Know that he's human too. Just because he does not express his emotion to you the way that you express your emotions to him... Know that he has bad days. Know that certain things that you say out your fucking mouth bothers him. Know that sometimes you hurt his feelings. Know that he may have had a bad day at work and he does not want to talk about it. Learn to love him when he is not in the best space with himself. Love him through the process of him trying to heal and fighting his own battles and fighting his own demons. Love him through that. Don't put him down. Don't make him feel worse than what he is. And do not get upset because at that moment, he does not want to share what he's going through with you. What you can do is let him know that you're there. You're by his side. You know, if if when the time comes, if he wants to talk about it, he can. If he doesn't, that's okay. You're still there. And just know to be by his side in silence. Men do not really talk about their emotions and how they feel like we do. We would like them to. I feel like it is healthy for them to do that and not to hold it in. Because when you hold it in, you implode internally. But just know that most men is not going to do that. You know, so just being kind to him in that moment and loving him through his weaknesses the same way you want him to love you through your weaknesses. What you say to your man are the seeds to help him grow. What you constantly say to your man, your partner, your husband are the seeds that help him grow. And it's either going to help him grow with you in a positive way or a negative way. If you're always speaking so negatively about him to him, what do you think is going to happen? When you speak into the universe, at some point it becomes true. If you're always calling your girlfriends up, always speaking so fucking negatively about him, you're planting the seeds. You're planting the seeds. If you're always speaking so negatively about him to your family, you're planting the seeds. At some part, we need to figure out how to 
help the situation to keep constantly complaining about it. And I'm sorry, guys, this episode might be a little bit longer today, but you guys are thugging it out with me. So, yeah, like I was saying, um, what you say are the seeds that you plant to help him grow, uplift him, and hold him accountable to his greatness. Instead of always speaking so negatively, let's learn to speak positive and uplifting him and holding him to his greatness. So when you see your man doing some some shit that's beneath him, or when you see him speaking in a way that's beneath him, or acting in a way that's beneath him, instead of criticizing him at the moment, let's replace it with something positive. Babe, tighten up, because this not even you right now. This not even how you act. You acting like somebody or something that's completely beneath you. That's not even who you are. Let's get it together. Come on. Bring yourself back to who you are. Because I'm trying to hold you accountable to your greatness. So please stop what it is you're doing. This is not even you. You know, that's just an example. That's just the example. Being in alignment with your, with your man Men accept us for who we are right now at this moment. Most of the time, most men, not all, they don't really bitch and complain about what we do. Mostly they hold it in and that's also not healthy because they're not communicating with you. And then they start to look for other things as outlets that are not healthy, that are not beneficial to your relationship at all. But also, I feel like it's a balance of picking and choosing your battles. Certain things, I feel like you just need to brush off and not say nothing about. You know, you know every week, I got to remind this man to take the fucking trash out. Why he? The trash day is the same day every week. Why do I have to keep reminding him to take the trash out? It's not on his top priority of something he might need to do. That's minor. If you got to remind them every week of 25 years of y'all being together or however long, just remind his ass every week. Babe, don't forget to take the trash out today. Babe, don't forget to take the trash out night before tomorrow trash day. Like, I just feel like that's picking and choosing your battles. Minor things. Like, minor things. Him leaving the toilet seat up. That's really annoying for a woman. But that's like so minor that you don't have to cause a whole big fuss and commotion over. That's something that you could just like, oh God, he does this shit every time. And no matter how many times I tell him, he still does it. So at some point, just shut the fuck up and put the toilet seat down. Like it's certain minor things that I'm talking about where it's like picking and choosing your battles. Because I'm pretty sure your man gets annoyed with your weave hair all over the fucking bathroom. And he might say something once like, oh, God, like, shit, your hair is all over. But he's not going to keep bringing it up every single time you do something, like, repetitive, every other day. He's not going to complain about the same shit every other day. It's a lot of things I feel like men overlook with us women, and we fail to do the same thing for them. It's picking and choosing your battles. And that's really what I mean about men accept us for who we are right now. And we don't really honor that as women. 
and not going out here and praying for a husband or praying for a good man and you're not in a hill space within yourself as a woman you have to be in a hill space within yourself as a woman before you could go out here and want to be in a relationship and even if you are in a relationship you're not doing the self-work on yourself but yet you want to get married so bad why why And you got all this fucking baggage that you need to work on. Work on yourself as a woman. In order to love somebody, in order for someone to love you, you have to be lovable. God is not going to grant you with a husband and you got so much more self-work you need to do. I'm going to give you a husband so you could... I'm going to give you a healthy, mature, honest, lovable man... And you not healed within yourself. Why would I do that? So you can turn around and hurt him? So you can turn around and fuck him up all mentally? And now he's scorned for the rest of his life? Now he can't trust. Now he can't love. Now he can't be vulnerable. No, I'm not going to do that for you. You got some self-work you need to do. That's just basically what it is. If you want to have a husband or a man to benefit you in a positive way, you have to do that from a hill perspective. And when you don't do the work, you replay the same scenario and outcome in your relationship, in your marriage, or with the per- with different people that you date. You may keep dating and wondering why. Why the fuck is this not working out? Like, every time I date, it's the same old shit. It just never works. Because you're not choosing partners from a hill perspective. You haven't taken time to yourself to tap into you. And try to figure out the parts of yourself that are contributing to the unhealthiness. The key to finding someone to love is being yourself through a hill lens. That's really all this about. It um I just feel like when you're unhealed, you only see the negative in a person or a situation. That's why women are so quick to just point out constantly the negativity in a situation with a man. Because subconsciously in your mind, you're self-sabotaging it. You're expecting him to fuck up before he even fucks the whole situation up. You're self-sabotaging it. You're overthinking it. What do you have to disown to become a better version? What do you have to disown to become a better version of who it is that you want to be? As a wife. As a woman. As a person in a relationship who is trying to love, as women, I just feel like let's work on ourselves. I disown that I have to be aggressive to get my point across to a man. Let's disown that. That I have to talk down on a man for him to see where I'm coming from. To let him know that I'm the motherfucker in charge of this relationship or this marriage or this situation. I disown that I have to be aggressive. I disown that I have to minimize a man's ego to feel respected as a woman. 
your true value is not in belittling him, but it is in uplifting him. And I have to keep reminding y'all throughout the podcast that we are talking about men. We are talking about a man. We are talking about men. We ain't talking about perfect men because there's no such thing. We talking about men that's trying. Men that's, men that's, you know, they trying. That's what we talking about. So, yeah, it's just what do I have to disown to become a better version of who I'm supposed to be in this situation? And I have to disown that I have to be aggressive. I have to disown that I have to minimize the ego for me to feel like I'm somebody. Let's let's disown that. And to give him love without expectations. Uplift the king in him. Speak to the king in him. And know that it is okay to be submissive to your man. It is okay to be submissive to your husband. It is okay to allow him to lead. But men also have to understand, give me something to fucking submit to. Be the man that you are supposed to be so I can trust submitting to you. Be the man that you are supposed to be so that I can trust you leading me. The woman is the neck. The man is supposed to be the head. That's just the way it goes. But at the same time, give me something to submit to. I can, You want me to lead. You, I mean, sorry. You want to lead me and you want me to shut the fuck up and trust what you say and trust your word. Or you want me to follow in what it is that you're trying to do for, your, for, for the household, for the family, or whatever it is. But are you leading me in a positive way? How are you? Because if I can't trust submitting to you and you leading me, then what, what, what do you think is going to happen? Now I'm going to start trying to lead the fucking household. And that's when arguments start to happen. That's when it's combative, combativeness that starts to happen in the household because the the woman is now trying to lead her family and 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 now it's an argument. Y'all making a decision for the household and you trying to bombard the decision and make it for the household when that is the man's job. Y'all are supposed to sit down collectively together. But if you trust your man with your heart, body, and soul, you will know that the decision that he is making is best for your family. I'm not saying you do not put input into it. I'm not saying you do not give up, give up an opinion. But what I'm saying is trusting your man to know he is going to lead our family in the right direction. He will never hurt us. He will never put us in harm's way. He will never put us in a position where we will be compromised as a fucking family. Or as a relationship. But men also have to realize, give her something to to, to submit to. And that's just it. Because a woman is not submitting to a disrespectful ass man. It's not going to happen. 
A woman is not going to submit to a cheater. A woman is not going to submit to a man who has no drive for himself, who just sits around and fucking plays video games all day. A man, a woman is not going to submit to a man who doesn't want to work on himself. Uh, women are not going to submit to that. That's not never going to happen. But a man who has values, principles, morals, you know, a woman will submit to that without a doubt, without a doubt. And I just feel like if everybody's playing a role, then it'll be less arguments, less negativity in the household because you got your role and I got my role. And that's just it. A good man. I posted this a while ago and I'm going to read it. A good man is a good man with or without you. And that's when you know you found someone special. He's not just good to you, but he's good to people in general. He doesn't cross others and his character speaks volumes. I posted it a while ago. um, And that's just basically what it is. What is a good man? What do you feel like is a good man to you? What do you feel like is a real man to you? Because everybody has different definitions of it. But I feel like the main things of a good man is someone who is honest. Someone who is trustworthy. Someone who is, has compassion. Someone who is patient. Someone who you feel like you could trust with your mind, body, and soul. When a woman trusts a man with her life, with her spirit, with her heart, with her soul, that is a whole nother fucking... You have now, as a man, unlocked a whole new level of intimacy from that woman. That woman will literally do any fucking thing, cross the moon if she has to for you. There is no barriers to what a woman will do for a man that she trusts with her heart, mind, body, and soul. A man who's compassionate, a man who is loyal, a man who's not just good to you, not just good to you, good to your kids, whether they're his or not, good to his family members, good to people who are out in the world in general, who is good and authentic. That's a whole new level of just intimacy for a woman. Black men weakness is preyed upon. You have to show up strong for the world. But when you walk in your house, you're supposed to be in a safe space. You're supposed to be vulnerable. So it's like, ask yourself, what do you feel like is a good man? What do you feel like is a good man? Everybody's definition of a good man is different. I also posted this a while ago. I'll say last month or two months ago. A good man, the way he gives me his undivided attention when I am speaking, he's calm when I bring up a hurt to him. He's safe. Yet, the death of his connection is fucking terrifying. He is the strength that allows me to soften and lay all my armor in front of him because I know he has me. I am safe with him. I feel like that is a good man. 
I feel like that is a good man. And I feel like, you know, let's, you know, you're never going to have a man that's perfect. You're never going to have a man that got his shit all together. But a man that is trying is a good man. A man that is trying is somebody that you can help grow with. And although it is not your job, and it was never your job to show him and teach him certain things, but as his partner, if you're going to be there and he's trying, it is your job to assist him and help him. Because at the end of the day, he's not going to just benefit from it. You are. Uplift him instead of constantly speaking down on him. Hold him up to a higher standard. Hold him up to his accountability. If he's saying he wants to do something positive, if he's saying he got a fucking dream he believing in, support him on that shit. Even if the shit all the way don't make sense in your fucking head, support him on it. Don't try to diminish him from it. My man say he want to bake cookies and he want to be a baker. Guess what, babe? We going to bake the best fucking cookies in Pennsylvania. We is overtopping insomnia. What you need me to do? What you, you need me to sprinkle the little chocolate chips inside the cookies? Come on, let's go, babe. Support him. Even if it don't sound all the way right. Support him and what he's trying to do. Support him in his dreams. I'd be the best baker in his little uh, cookie cookie shop there is. Support him, uplift him, hold him to his accountability, hold him to his a higher standard. Please disown the aggressiveness, disown having to minimize his ego. A man's ego is everything everything and women we can chop a man down with the shit that we say and we think it don't hurt because a man not really going to sit there and say like damn why you say that like he's not going to cry about it how we are he's not going to get overly emotional he's going to withdraw that's what men do when men are hurt they withdraw from you or from a situation that's what he's going to do and we be arguing and we can say some real low blow shit and we think, oh, he already he ain't gonna bounce back from that. Or, you know, you you try to go for the gutter just to hurt him, thinking that it ain't gonna hurt him. And in reality, he fucked up about it. He fucked up about it. But you felt like you had to say that, so therefore you could be respected in the situation. Let's work on that. Your true value is not in belittling him; it is uplifting him. So we got some self-work to do, ladies. We got some self-work to do, but we're going to get it right. I love you all. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast tonight. Every Monday, we are right here on Hill Sis Hill. We are doing this journey together. Like I told you guys, we are just trying to figure all this shit out together. And follow me on Instagram at Imani Alliance. And I love you all. Thank you.